Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Thank you, sponsors. Thomas Panini, Upper Deck. Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Comsey.com, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. This episode's about pulling the trigger, about kind of evaluating the decision to, to buy or not to buy. And so I came up with the kind of seven, seven things, just in, in, in the expression of, is it a good deal now? Question mark. Okay, so those uh, seven things. So is, first of all, <laughs> this it's, is his existence. It's to be or not to be. We're not talking about a hypothetical card. You know, Grant Westcott asked me uh, a number of episodes ago about what, what card do I want that I don't have that might not exist. <laughs> and I just said, I, it doesn't exist. Well, Rich and I went around the national looking for cards that didn't exist. So we didn't know that they existed. We weren't looking for things. We were looking for things that we didn't know existed. And so I'm not talking about that situation. I'm talking about there's a card in front of you and you have a choice to buy it now or not. That is the question. So is. And then it, what is the it? The it could be a card, could be a set, could be a box, could be a product, could be buying into a break, it could be a collection, could be a conglomerate lot. There are many alternatives. The point is there are many alternatives. So when you're deciding to pull the trigger on something, on an it, you need to know that if you don't pull the trigger on that, then you've kept your powder dry to spend that money on something else. When, the, when you look, when your mindset, if you think there are no alternatives, you have to have this, you've lost your leverage. And if you're trying to buy the card from somebody that's a good poker player, they will know that they have you, that you want this really bad, and your negotiating leverage is, is nil. Is it A? The little tiny word A is a singular article, and that it's basically, there's a serial approach to buying cards. It's Even if you had uh, several things going at the same time at a card show, or, or on eBay, or in any way where you're making offers or considering doing something, you still have to pull the trigger individually. And you have to do, and the sequence that you do that, you've either got to pull the trigger on that deal or not. And if you don't, or if you wait, then you can go to the next one. But each deal is a deal on its own. Obviously, if you had a package deal with somebody, then maybe that's the A, that's the it, that's what you're considering doing. Okay, the fourth word was good, um, and good is not good enough for me normally. I'm looking for a great deal. So if it's a good deal now, I want to wait until it's a great deal. Again, I, that's not true if I have some emotional attachment uh, to the player, or it's, uh, for example, the last card I need in a set, then I don't even care if it's a good deal. I don't want it to be a terrible deal, but even if it's not such a great deal, if it's something I really want, really need, I'm willing to look the other way and do something that's not a good deal. But normally, I'm looking for a good deal, and uh, frankly, I want a great deal. I guess... Uh, a good deal, well, you can define it any way you want to. If it's a great deal, we wouldn't be having this conversation. If it's a good deal, then you got to think, well, there may be a better deal out there. Okay, fifth word is deal. Is it even a deal? <laughs> and if you're wavering, here's the way to consider this that some of you have done and some of you haven't. Uh, I, when I explained my hobby journey, I mentioned that I was a collector and a dealer. And so that gave me an advantage in that when I'm looking at a deal, I'm thinking about how would I feel if I were on the other side of the table. If I'm going to buy something, I'm thinking if I were selling this at that price, would I be happy or would I be sad? And so if the same card that you're looking to buy, you would have mixed feelings about uh, selling it or not mixed feelings about selling it at a, at a slightly higher price, then maybe it's not enough of a deal. Uh, and you may want to pass it. So I look at best case, I look at worst case, and I obviously look at the most likely case. The the author that I like, uh, Nicholas Nassim Taleb, who did uh, Black Swan and Anti-Fragile. Again, I wouldn't necessarily read the books if I were you, but you might want to read the book summary because there's some interesting stuff there. But he suggests that when you're making bets, when you're pulling the trigger, 
uh, something that has a bounded loss. In other words, the most you could lose, which is perhaps everything, but nearly an unbounded gain. In other words, you could make a fabulous gain and the loss is limited by you know, what you have in. And the most likely case is that it would go up. Then he suggests go for it big time, you know, subject to your bankroll. And that's what's happening in this current boom time in the industry, in the hobby. Again, there are no sure things, but when things are generally going up, then making those bets where you could lose a little bit or make a lot, those are wise bets. Again, no sure things. And then the last word, now. Okay. Many deals can wait. Some can't. I have too many friends that tell me, hey, I was at the National Wednesday evening. I was looking around and I thought about uh, buying a card, came back on Thursday. It was gone. It, you need to understand what you're looking for to know what's truly scarce and, and what's a good deal. So if you don't know what a good deal is, you're not going to know whether now is the time. Now is the time if something is uh, an especially good deal. Don't wait around. The application that's more current for a current player is Cam Newton just got signed with the Patriots. And so there are people considering, should I jump on the Cam Newton bandwagon? Well, the now aspect of that, the now now is too late. There's water under the bridge. His price has already moved up. If you want to consider whether or not you should buy Cam Newton in anticipation of him having a big season or at least a solid season, the fact that it, 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 may, it needs to be able to go up from where it is now, which is considerably above where it was before he was signed. And so that's the, the relevant comparison. So timing is really important. Okay, If you were going to jump on cam, you should have done it before the price run up that incorporates some expectation that he'll have certainly more media attention and have a chance to do something great with the Patriots. I'm not saying he will or won't, but when you're buying today, it's based on today's price, which is significantly higher than what it was a few months ago. And finally, the question mark, does the choices for pulling the trigger are not yes or no. It's actually, if you ask somebody a question, yes or no, you might get silenced, or you might get a maybe, or you might get a not sure, or I'll think about it. But anything other than a yes is a no, and, and that's okay. I've talked frequently about opportunity loss, which is frustrating, but perhaps not as frustrating as an actual loss. So for example, if I bought card A, and it's a $100 card, paid $100 for it, and then later, a year later, or whatever, I all I can sell it for is 50 bucks. Well, then I lost $50, and uh, or I could have card B that I decided not to buy for $100 at the same time. And then later, it's solidly worth $150, okay, a year later. So in that sense, I lost $50. I didn't make $50. Most people feel worse about losing than not gaining. If you're really, that's another way, if you're, an, if you're an investor, you're pretty indifferent to those two types of losses, you realize. And if you're an investor, the card that you bought for $100 that now the most you get is $50, you're going to still, you're going to sell it for $50 if you don't think it's going to go up from there. If you think it's going to bounce back up, you keep it. If you think it's going to continue to go down as that uh, person or who's ever on the card is, is out of the limelight, has a career-ending injury or whatever, then you're probably going to sell, cut your losses, and move the money into the other thing. Collectors, on the other hand, a lot of times just sentimentally hold on and hope for something to go back up. So, again, you're an investor. If you're able to handle that dispassionately and uh, nothing wrong either way, I think passionate collectors who are very optimistic are most of the industry, and they are my uh, brothers and sisters. So thanks for uh, pulling the trigger episode. Have fun with, the, with your collecting and uh, investing and buying and selling. And remember, if you never pull the trigger, perhaps you're not in the hobby. If you pull the trigger too often, I hope you're mainly hitting what you aim at. Thanks.